The Big Rick Podcast. The best of the biggest interviews from Big Rick in the Morning on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See more info now at onairwithrick.com. Hello, it's Andy Bashir. Hey, good morning, Governor. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing okay. You know, it's uh, it's it's another day in the Commonwealth, and while we are in challenging times, every day is a good day to be a Kentuckian. Okay. Well, um, I wanted to ask you first, Mr. Governor, um, because you've been taking care of everybody else the last six weeks. I just, I really want to ask how you're doing, how you're feeling right now. Are, are is is it wearing on you, or are you full of energy right now and re- ready to get things reopened? Well, I I appreciate the question. Like every other family out there, uh, there are are some good days and there are some tougher days. Now, I've got uh, two elementary uh, school age kids. Uh, My son is going to miss his elementary school graduation Mm. uh, and has had his his baptism delayed. My daughter, I think, blames me for closing school. And and so there are are those uh, daily challenges. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful um, that my that my family is healthy. I'm grateful uh, that uh, our families out in the Commonwealth have done what it takes to date uh, to flatten this curve. You know, a study came out from UK yesterday that proves that that Kentuckians coming together, being a part of Team Kentucky, have saved thousands of lives. I'm not sure many generations can say that, and and this has been. Uh, a time where Kentuckians have truly looked out for one another. Well, I want to thank you for your leadership, and there's no question the Commonwealth of Kentucky has been very aggressive under your leadership to flatten that curve. Uh, I do want to ask you about testing. Um, I'm in Bowling Green, and of course you've mentioned a couple of times that uh, Warren County in particular is a growing hotspot for cases. We're now at over 500 cases in the South Central Kentucky region. To add to that, uh, we know we're doing testing at South Warren. Is there any plans to expand that testing within our region? Well, we are um, going to do a second full week of testing. Uh, down there in Bowling Green. So it'll be Tuesday through Friday of next week as well. Uh, Between the two days, we hope that we will do uh, more than 2,000 tests. We're separately working to provide tests uh, to the hospitals to ensure that anybody who has symptoms, our first responders and others also have an opportunity to to get testing. Uh, We are continuing to work up our testing capacity here in Kentucky. Uh, We want to exceed 20,000 tests done every week, and we're getting close to that. Part of building out that infrastructure is also working with uh, local governments and local areas to figure out where, uh, if we can provide tests, the the man and the woman power exists to to ultimately administer them. But every week we're seeing more testing. Every week we're seeing uh, better opportunity to identify those uh, that, that that are infectious. And that's going to be a part of our new normal. A lot of testing, a lot of contact tracing, sometimes a self-quarantine when somebody's been in contact. Uh, That's going to be a new normal until we get to this vaccine. But that new normal allows us to gradually open up business and to get back to work. 
Governor Andy Bashir is on the line with us on our State of the State segment here on Goober 95.1. Um, we opened up our Facebook page, Mr. Governor, uh, to questions, and a really good question popped up that I wanted to ask you, and that's about uh, schools coming this fall. H- has there been any uh, thought or plans being worked uh, to maybe possibly open schools back up this fall, mm-hmm. or right now uh, is, is, is that a no-go? Uh, well, one of the reasons that we've taken aggressive steps and one of the reasons we're being gradual and how we go from healthy at home to healthy at work is I want to do everything I can so that our kids can be back in school in, in the fall. Uh, we want to look at different options that are there, uh, but it is certainly our hope and our goal uh, that our kids will be in school in, in the fall. And I, and I believe that's, that's the anticipation, too. But we've got to make sure as we're going back and being healthy at work and as our contacts are increasing that we do everything we can uh, to make sure the virus doesn't spread and that we prevent a second spike. I know that everybody out there is now familiar uh, with that St. Louis uh, graph, and we want to make sure we don't have that second bump, that once we're able to reopen something, it can stay open. Uh, and, And that's one of the challenges in how we make these decisions right now wanting to make sure that in the fall our kids can have as normal of an experience as possible. Okay. Uh, let's talk about reopening Kentucky. And, I mean, you've you've thoroughly gone through this in your press conferences as far as dates, May 11th, May 20th, and May 25th. But uh, c- kind of tell us uh, w- what's in the works now beyond those dates to reopen uh, non-essential businesses in the Commonwealth. Uh, so yesterday we announced our initial schedule of reopenings in May. It is a gradual reopening uh, that requires every every business or group that reopens to meet uh, specific uh, safety precautions and requirements. And our goal right now is to ensure that, you know, we not only have the top 10 uh, uh, requirements that everybody's got to meet, that's for basic safety, uh, but also individual industry and association uh, guidelines and requirements. We're working directly with those groups on that. And let me say, just like Kentuckians, being willing to do their part, uh, what we see are business owners and groups that want to do this right. They want to do it safely. They don't want to do it too early. And they want to make sure that when they do it, they have everything in place. And so uh, manufacturing uh, on May 11th, we've learned a lot from the essential manufacturers uh, that have been there. Construction, making sure that we just have the right uh, safety precautions in place. Uh, and then as we move through May, being able to do a little bit more and a little bit more. Uh, what's going to be available in phase two and in June is going to depend on a couple of things. Uh, first, where the virus is by that point. Uh, my, my hope uh, and certainly what we expect to see is that we will have a decline as we move through March, and we'll be able to monitor as we gradually reopen things with healthcare also uh, being reopened, that we are able to continue uh, to see that decline and, and not a new spike. And then for, for that next phase two, we want to make sure we're working with, with gyms, uh, we're working with uh, restaurants, and we're working with youth sports uh, about ways that if the virus is at a significantly lower level than it is right now, uh, ways we might be able to engage in, in those activities to do it safely. Uh, and to just give you one example, you know, restaurants are a real challenge uh, because we have seen um, uh, Sanjay Gupta has a, a good uh, video online about how easily 
this virus spread in restaurants as, as they were previously set up. And none of our restaurant owners want to want to see that, nor nor the workers. Um, so spreading it out is a challenge because you also hit certain capacity levels where where the economics don't make sense for the restaurant to stay open. So it's going to take a lot of dialogue and work there, but it's work we're going to do together to try to get to the best, safest place. Uh, Governor, do you have any information on, uh, you mentioned manufacturers reopening. Does that include the Bowling Green Corvette plant? Do you have any information on that at all? Well, we haven't talked directly with them. Uh, Most of our uh, larger manufacturers are instituting um, very strict and significant um, uh, plans uh, upon which they they used to open. Uh, My expectation is that uh, that facility is moving towards it. Uh, We have seen announcements from uh, Ford and we've seen announcements from Toyota. And so my belief is that, that that would be coming as well. Uh, and these are, are, are plans that provide a significant level of protection. You know, it's, it's a type of plant where there's a lot of people there. Uh, but if we do these things the right way and we do them differently, uh, we look at uh, phased uh, reentry, we look at temperature checks, uh, we look at uh, fewer people and more telework, then it's, then it's really possible. And it's just an example of how until we get a, a vaccine, our new normal is just going to be a little different. And it's just taking steps to make sure uh, that we don't harm one another and that we protect ourselves. I'll give you an example. I'm now wearing a mask when I'm out in public. And here's why I think that's important. If I'm, if I'm infectious and I go to the grocery store and I don't know that I have it uh, and I cough and I'm wearing a mask, it stays in the mask. But if I'm not and I cough and it goes on four or five different things, the people who are wearing masks that wouldn't spread it may go and then pick up those things and become infected because of my choice. I just want to make sure that I'm personally making choices that protect everybody around me. Okay. Um, so uh, I want to talk about what's been happening in Frankfurt. Uh, I, I don't believe that the, 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 uh, the legislature is in session right now, but did they pass it to your budget? And, and if they did, what does that mean for Kentuckians as far as uh, funding unemployment and, and other services throughout the state? So the legislature passed a one-year budget okay. uh, that would begin, um, in, and it's a, a fiscal year budget, it begin in July uh, and go to the, the next one, which means when they come into session again um, January, February, uh, that we're going to have to be looking at passing a second year of that. But I will tell you that um, none of us know exactly uh, what the budget moving forward is going to look like, because this coronavirus hasn't just uh, caused significant harm to our economy. Uh, it has caused significant harm to our state budget. Uh, and we are pushing, it's not just me, it is every governor uh, across the country um, for, for budget assistance um, from the federal government. It's something that they did in the recession in you know, 2008, 2009, and that was without a worldwide health pandemic. It's going to be absolutely necessary for us to continue to provide services, uh, and they're going to have to do it to ensure that this recession uh, that we're now in doesn't last longer than it needs to. I believe that we can rebuild, we can restart, um, and, and we can get this economy really moving. Uh, but without the federal government providing budgetary assistance, that's not going to happen nearly as fast. Okay, I want to move on to a more lighthearted subject. Uh, I don't know if you've Googled yourself lately, Governor, but uh, you are the subject of a lot of memes and a lot of inspiration on T-shirts. I think my favorite is the can't be doing that uh, meme. Have you seen any of these at all? 
I've, I've only seen um, uh, a few. Uh, it, it does make me wonder exactly um, uh, the way I say certain things. <laughs> but it, it, if it makes people smile in a time of, of anxiety, uh, I'm, I'm for it. I, I think that it's out there because hopefully people realize that I'm trying to make the best decisions I can. Yeah. Uh, none of us have dealt with a worldwide pandemic before, and, and I'm doing the best I can to, to keep everybody safe. Uh, I hope people have seen that politics went out the window a long time ago with any yeah. decisions uh, that we've had to make. And so day by day, uh, we're doing our best uh, to be there for the people of Kentucky. Uh, and, and, and I guess some people have, have recognized that. But if they enjoy it, then good. Um, I think half the time I, 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 uh, the joke's directed at me. Uh, and I'm good with that if it makes people laugh. <laughs> Governor Annie Bashir is on the line with us. Finally, Governor, as part of our State of the State segment, every time we do this with a guest, uh, we allow them just a, a couple of minutes to just put a message out there to the listeners here in South Central Kentucky, kind of like a final message. Uh, do, do you have anything you want to, to share with us today and, and say to the listeners? Well, I want my fellow Kentuckians to know that we're going to get through this and we're going to get through it together and we're going to get through it because of them. Uh, the reason that we can now uh, statistically show that we have saved thousands of lives is because of every Kentuckian being willing to do their duty, making major sacrifices. I talk about this as a test of humanity. It is because we've been willing to put the lives of other Kentuckians ahead of our own personal economic interests. And I know that that creates anxiety. I know that the future is uncertain, but we have been willing to take on that uncertainty and that anxiety because we care about one another. I believe the history books are going to look back on what we did and say that we were a truly special generation. You know, the term, the greatest generation, that was, that was my grandparents. My granddad followed Patton's army uh, in, in Europe. Uh, but I think this can be the kindness, the kindest generation uh, willing to, to do what it takes to protect our fellow Kentucky. And I'm so proud uh, to be the, the governor of the Commonwealth of Kentucky because we have the very best people who are truly uh, passing that test of humanity, living by the golden rule, living out our faith, uh, and making sure that we get through it and get through it together. I was hoping you would say those words right there. Governor Andy Bashir on our hotline right now. Well, I want to thank you for your leadership, all the hard work you're doing for the people of Kentucky, and it's just been a complete honor to have you on today. Hopefully, we'll have you on again in the future. We'd love to be back. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Big Rick Podcast. Remember to subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See exclusive video interviews and content now with the Big Rick in the Morning YouTube channel. Subscribe now at onairwithrick.com.